Quitters never give up. Uh. Got these? Right. Have you ever had a dream? Because oh, I didn't give up, Bean. Wait, you just gave the answer. Quitters never give up. Quitters never give up. Are the words that came out of his mouth. Embarrassed or humiliated or ashamed, he was proud of himself. Don't tell me the American dream. I'm not so lucky that my mind drifted as well. Don't tell me the American dream is dead. Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up. We're the podcast for the obsessive Kevin and Bean fan. We try to keep you up to date on everything in the KBCU. Let me start off with the roundup. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. All right, welcome to the podcast roundup. First off, we want to dedicate this roundup to Agnes, the guinea pig who passed away. Agnes was the mascot for a cup of tea and a chat. And her owner let us know this week that she had uh, passed away. She was an older guinea pig and wanted to rescue for Agnes. <coughs> All right. The Ralph report, they were off this week. They did air the Lost Steve Ashton episode on Monday. So that was an interesting listen. Uh, but moving on, we'll go over to Janky Town. Dave hates manual labor. So Dave gets his first blowout in his, what is it, Nissan Sentra. And he goes out, he changes his tire. Once he's done, let's hear how he wraps it all up. So I, I, I changed the tire. And what do I do with the tire? I go, oh, don't need this anymore. Chuck it to the side of the road. What about the rim, you jackass? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, he just changed the tire and he just chucked it to the side of the road. Didn't put it in his trunk or didn't think he needed it anymore. Just, that was crazy. That was very earth friendly for woke Dave. He's just driving right? down the street, throwing stuff out the window. <laughs> yeah, he just threw the wheel and the tire on the side of the road. Like, I eh, don't need it. I have. How I don't understand the thought process and not needing the wheel. Uh, he just didn't know. <laughs> but luckily for him, he talked about to it about his cousin and his cousin helped help him figure it all out. So then I, I, I tell my cousin, like, oh, dude, I had to change the tire. Blah. I go into this. The next day, we're going to Magic Mountain with my family and my cousins. And he's like, you did what? I threw the tire. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. He's like, you need it. And I was like, I do? For what? He's like, the rim. You have to put the tire. You change the tire. I was like, I thought the spare changes the tire. I thought that's a whole new tire. So on our way to Magic Mountain, we're happily on the five. We're just pull over. I run to the side of the road. I go, oh, there's my tire. Nice. I, I roll it back and put it in the, the trunk and, oh, and all, all was well. I got my tire and I learned never throw away your tire because you need is your rim. Hilarious. That is so Unreal. funny, dude. That is so <laughs> funny, man. Oh my God. Oh. Hey, congrats go today for learning that lesson finally. Mm. Sheesh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a nice little a little automotive tip. You're going to need your tire. Don't throw it away. <laughs> they Didn't they once about... do a thing on Kevin and being like stuff you learned like super late in life that was kind of embarrassing? Mine was yeah. if you look at your gas gauge, it'll tell you which side of the car your gas tank is to fill it up. And I didn't yeah. know that until I was in my 50s. I felt so dumb. That's not that's not a dumb thing. I don't feel like that's common knowledge. <laughs> they didn't like, start doing that until like the 90s, though. So when we learned to drive, they didn't have it in the car like that. Okay, Beer Mug was at the Dodger game where that Batgirl stopped the tackled that fan that ran out on the field. Did you guys see the, that fan? Yes. So a fan runs out on the Dodger Stadium. All the security they can't catch him, and there's a Batgirl. You know, one of the one of the 
kids that they have on the side that collects the fall ball. She's standing there and he's running towards her and she squares up like a linebacker and she tackles him and she gets him down. You know, it. I, I thought it was pretty impressive and the whole stadium did and so did Beer Mug. Then didn't, they- um, wait, didn't um, Kevin and Sluggo, they were also talking about it on Kevin and Sluggo and they were putting out on the socials to try to get her on the show. Do you guys know if they ever got her on? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I know that uh, Janky Town, well, there was an article where they found her and they posted that that's Beer Mug's new wife. Oh. But uh, uh, Well, then... if it was Beer Mug's mom, she would have already left the stadium, so she couldn't have tackled the guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dave brought up that in Lake Tahoe, they found chipmunks with the bubonic plague. And I'm really tired of everyone spreading these stories of viruses and plagues right now just to kind of get everybody drummed up. But um, we see why Dave brought this up uh, in this clip. Yeah. So, you're, so you're telling me something from the freaking 1400s is back? Yes. Come but on. Luckily for us, uh, all I got to say is, Alvin! <laughs> uh, hold on. You got come a on, fly on, on your head. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that fly will spread the plague. He told that whole story just to do the Alvin joke. And I respect I, I that. Him that. I respect him, yes. There was a jank line caller that uh, called out beer mug for his attention span i watch on youtube and i was watching the episode where chip was talking about her experience at the hotel and saying how she just wanted the hotel to recognize what happened to acknowledge her and to listen to her and really there's nothing like hearing that and seeing beer mug just scroll through his phone not even paying attention <laughs> you keep being you beer mug Oh, my God. Uh, try to find the hotel phone number yeah, so right. Chip can call. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mugs, uh, listen, I'm not going to say that we get a lot of messages about that, but we do. Yeah. See, um, this is why I don't like the goddamn video of this podcast. No, but it's no. It, it, a lot of people enjoy it, man. You oh, know? God. But, but, but Beer Mug, she's right, dude. You keep being you, Beer Mug. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Moving on to the Kevin and Sluggo show. Kevin Stockdale posted an exclusive Kevin and Bean archive interview with Kevin Ryder. I, I just want to talk about the first question, which was about Lisa, Doc, and Ra- Ralph and Bean leaving the show and when they left. Everything about Lisa, Doc, and Ralph was kind of the same. Everything that we heard before, uh, how bad he felt. But the last part I thought was hilarious because of uh, last week's Cup of Tina chat. He said Bean had been talking a lot about leaving behind, behind the scenes and left on his terms. So there was no regret there. I was nervous to do the show without him. And so that's when I started doing meth. You could just hear Kevin in your mind as if he was on the air. It's totally Kevin. He, It's perfectly Kevin. It comes totally through. Yeah, except for there's no stumbling over words and and stuff like that. But I do that enough for him. I read the whole interview. A couple things. He said they're restarting great news. I think yeah. he said in like two or three weeks, right? And then he also said, hold on, he's almost done with the book. He said, I'm 95% finished with it. It'll probably be out in the next few months. So good news for us, Kevin and Beanheads. Wow. We're really looking forward to the book and his audio reading of it. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, KLOS Social Media Day. And now a breaking news bulletin. Wait, I think Edwin's busting in with the breaking news bulletin. Oh, yes. Big news. And now a breaking news bulletin. <laughs> Live, local, late breaking. And, and now 
a breaking news bulletin. Boy, now I know how uh, Kevin felt when they did this. This is London calling. Here is a news flash. All right, I'll stop now. Okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we were scrolling through the Kevin and Bean Social Club the other day. And what did we see? A guy named Ruben Caballero. He put a post, said, I finished been listening to the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. I have become a big Duck fan, and I'll be listening all the time him from now on. Great job. So we all thought that was cool. I think we all like that. Scrolling down a little bit. A certain Lisa May said, ha ha, one of my favorites. Isn't we love amazing? you, Lisa May. We do. I second that or third that. All right, moving on. On uh, Kevin and Sluggo. For National Radio Day, KLOS's <laughs> social media division did an interview with Kevin and Sluggo. Uh, they sent a, a girl named Emo over there to ask him a few questions. The first impression of this whole clip, though, is that uh, KLOS is kind of getting to Sluggo and Kevin. Hey, man, it's two from the crew on 95.5. I don't know why I'm talking like What's that. that I have what no idea. That? I apologize. It didn't work for me. No, it didn't work at all. 95.5 KLOS, Southern California's rock station. It is Kevin and Sluggo in the afternoon. Two from the crew on by Sluggo and his old radio voice. And then what was that buzzing in the back of Kevin talking? I couldn't figure that out. Was it Jen? like a motorcycle? Well, I thought motor- it was a car. Yeah, a yeah car, it sounded motorcycle. like they were recording outside. And there was a motorcycle that went by. Something. It sounded like a leaf blower or something. Maybe he, Kevin brought back the leaf blower. One of the things I, I liked was when he, they asked Kevin what his rowdiest concert was. What's the wildest concert you've ever been to? <laughs> Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Okay, we've got a theme going. Yeah. In the, what's that tiny little place on Sunset? Uh, um, the Roxy. Hold snow. Anybody have a guess of what the place is? The whiskey? The whiskey. No. The Edwin? Viper Room. Wait, what did he say? Rage Against the Machine? That was the one outside of the Coliseum, wasn't it? Like a parking lot? And it got all shut right. down? Is that the one? You guys are all wrong. Viper? You guys are going to kick yourself when you hear the answer. Whiskey. Nope. Further down. Viper Room. Nope. Further down. Troubadour. 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 Well done. And it was right after they came out with the new album and they were doing Testify and the. So, yeah, you saw them at the Troub. Has anybody been to the Troub? Yes. And it's amazing. And it's on Santa Monica, not Sunset. Yeah, that's that was also one thing that was wrong. Lindsay, you ever been to the Troub? No, I haven't. Edwin? I thought that was a fake venue. They just made up for the joke. Really? <laughs> no, I know it's real. No, I've never been there. Oh, it's a it's a pretty cool little venue. Yeah, it's a nice one. Oh, how did we miss that? Of course it was a troupe. Jeez. I, I have to say I did play with a band at the troupe once. Oh my god, really? I what? don't remember what band it was, but I did do a gig there once and it was pretty fun. Oh, that's nice. Amazing. But a lot of those Hollywood places there you can get in like on a weekday for real easy. So mm-hmm. just say you play there. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> Whole troubadour was a pit. Oh wow! And it was awesome. And I may that? have gotten injured. What year was that? I that was don't probably know. Probably ninety-one, maybe somewhere right around the there. Ish. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, How I can't you? really say the wildest. I mean, the first show I saw was Adam and the Ants, and it was at a club, a little bar in Phoenix, and it was rowdy as hell. And there was a couple of punk Were you bands old opening. Enough to be there? Barely. <laughs> I, I was the only one that was. I was sixteen, and I had kind of gotten my hands on a car, and so my friends kind I, of got <laughs> my hands on a car. It's a long story, but it, it was legal, ish. But um, 
yeah, so I had the car, so they took me basically. And they're like, "You are a kid. You drive. You can't drink, so you drive." And then <laughs> what a little show. mark you are. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would say the loudest show I ever saw was Nine Inch Nails at the at the Palace. Yes, I love that one Ooh, too. Good that was, was that insane. One? Uh, that was ninety. That was probably the sixties. Four. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was mid nineties. And that yeah, was, that maybe was so. Also yeah. great, and the cure there as well was great. My ears Ooh. were ringing. After and that ACDC also. at Coachella. Oh yeah. Oh, I was there. Front yes. row, 2015. Nice. Sticked nice. out all day. Done Nicely that quite done. a few times. Yeah, the first that two Lollapalooza. That was my loudest pretty. concert. Yeah. <laughs> the loudest by far was that yes. one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think they have to say ACDC now. Just <laughs> yeah, obligatory. She's just holding up a sign. ACDC, you have to. They've got a but, timer. When it goes right. down about 60 seconds, they must say ACDC again. <laughs> have you guys ever been to a show at the Palace? No, I never got to. Or the Wiltern? Anyway, there was very cool old venues with a lot of architecture and stuff. If you guys have a chance to go, it's awesome. Then the last thing she asked, and I think it was probably the funniest, is the worst mistake they ever made in radio. Can anybody think of what Kevin and Sluggo would answer as the worst mistake in radio. That's a tough one. Um, Let's just hear the reaction. Hmm. What's the worst mistake you've ever made in radio? <laughs> oh. You'll remember when I play. Are we it. kicking ourselves again? We did a thing called confess your crime. <laughs> <laughs> you've said those words. Oh. Robert was... Stack would be pissed. <laughs> that was Sluggo, yeah. Sluggo was yeah. the caller. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Oh, you didn't oh. know that. I, either I didn't know that or I didn't remember it. That's funny. Yeah. Well, that... that was why also when when Kevin and Sluggo, I want to say the first uh, show they did, when Jimmy Kimmel came on, he's like, does the FCC know you guys are working together? And that was why. <laughs> yeah, I you're see. right. They did mention it early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and that was one of those moments where I was in on the joke, too. It seemed like it sounded like the girl emo wasn't didn't have any idea when she asked the question. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. All right, moving on to Cup of Tea in the chat. They talked about Never Not Funny. Bean was trying to unload Allie on Never Not Funny. All I kept thinking is the right move for you and the Uh right move for Never Not Funny is to poach you. You should be part of that show because you were a perfect fit for those guys. And they need a lady. They they don't have a lady. They need a lady, right? Because everyone needs a lady. And um, then, <laughs> then I'd be free. <laughs> I wouldn't have to do this yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, that's where it was going. This, um, this is not you being nice and complimentary and being like, you did wonderful. It's, oh, my God, how do I get rid of her <laughs> in a way that she off. thinks is. Exactly. Oh, no, you Bean, fit in, just you fit in so. Yeah, so Bean's trying to get rid of Allie still. <laughs> but uh, Three quarters of the way through that episode of Never Not Funny. It's like a miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. Oh, by the way, they brought up Ghosty. He asked if Ghosty is going with her when she moves, and she mm. said no. They kind of got into a whole discussion about ghosts and where they can go and can't go. But yeah, Jimmy Pardo knows about Ghosty. I like that. Yeah, he's a he's a teabagger. I say that in the best way possible. <laughs> Edwin had a clip about never not funny making fun of his name. How many people named Gene do you know? You know Gene Simmons. My dad's bookkeeper uh, when I was a kid was named Gene. It was a popular name back then. Yeah. But to me, it seems like that's the right. A bookkeeper should have the name Gene. Gene has a, a, a short for you, Gene. Got to imagine. Probably. Ella, well, your thoughts on this? I am riveted. All right. So the bookkeeper comment. I can't. <gasps> what I, a bitch. I can't disagree. <laughs> Gene is not. Look, look, look. It's an old timey name. Take a drink. Yeah. Okay. 
So, so they've been doing a lot of name talk recently, and this continues in that vein. But mostly, I like the fact that they're playing a clip from Never Not Funny, and now we're playing a clip of them talking about a clip. So I just want to see how long we can keep this thing going. So moving on, Friday was with Robbie. Robbie was the co-host. What did everybody think of Robbie? I thought Robbie was really good. They didn't, you can tell they didn't know each other, obviously, as well as Ali and Bean know each other. And so they went from topic to topic a bit quicker. And so I kind of like that things were sped up a little bit, not quite so long and drawn out talking about something for 20 minutes. But I thought yeah. he did a really good job. He did have a couple of really funny things that I want to play. Like The whole album is definitely worth checking out. It's funny, I was talking to Ali about this yesterday, and she had it lined up on her phone to listen to on the plane. You still talk to her? Bean, you got to <laughs> move on. She's yes. gone. I know. I... I shouldn't say this, but Robbie is hoping that the plane crashes or that it doesn't crash and she gets there and uh, she gets attacked by no, a bear. No. <laughs> you're That's like, what I'm hoping for. You're wishing. Yeah, might as well make her happy with her lifelong dream of being attacked by a bear. Like, that's how she wants to go. Let's I, let the lady be happy, right? I just want the what's best for her, and that's to be mauled by a bear. And then there's also this one. You're the dick. <laughs> Evergreen. You can always play that one for Bean, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Robbie talked about dating apps. That was his big thing. And so Bean gave Robbie some dating advice. Someone will surprise you. They uh, So often you hear people say, yeah, there are lots of success stories with people who have met on dating apps. Absolutely. So I'm not, I'm not saying mm -hmm. it doesn't work for a lot of people. It does. But there are also plenty of people who say, it was the last thing on my mind. I wasn't in, even looking. And boom, this person just... You know, we ran into each other in a hardware store, and it was Sparks. So you, I never give up, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's a great example, hardware store. Yeah, <laughs> I'm know. sure. I uh, I still got it. He's Mr. Bad Example. He really sucks. He's Mr. Bad Example. Such a schmuck. He's Mr. Bad Example. You'll see what we mean. He's Mr. Bad Example. His name is Bean. So, yeah, so he's going to meet. Get rid of those dating apps. Go start going to hardware stores. Make sure. Right. It's your soulmate. I'm writing a new app. It's Hardware Meet. So you go to the <laughs> hardware store and meet up with someone. There was also this Chewbacca caller. This call is a follow-up for what you thought was the greatest breakup prank of all time. I think we talked about it an episode or two ago about the lady the lady who was getting all those calls because her ex said... Oh, the Chewbacca calls? Yes. Well, he wants to weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, at this point, hopes That's one great. day she's involved in a breakup where somebody does that to her. Oh so she gets gosh. hundreds of calls of people doing Chewbacca impressions because it is Love it. pretty great. How'd you do that? I called and did my Chewbacca impression. I know. How'd you do it? How do you do your Chewbacca impression? Because it's hard <laughs> it's to get. Just a gift. No, but to get that vibration that he gets, and you know what I mean? Like, that's really hard to do. So yeah. that's why I was asking. It was, it was great. Yeah. I don't know. I. I've, I've been doing that for my kids for a long time. Uh, and speaking of uh, Edwin's inception on inception, I w really wanted to play this clip because we have it's a quitters never give up listener on cup of tea in a chat calling in about something we talked about and they played his clip and now we're playing their clip. This question goes to Dean. I was just listening to an episode of quitters never give up. And my question for you, Dean, is do you still believe that India is not in Asia. Please update. Thank you. I don't remember having that conversation on the Kevin and Bean show, but it must have come up, and I must have said that India is not in Asia. And I have given it some thought since I heard your call, and I feel like now 
I'm willing to admit and accept that India is in Asia. But I also am very confused, Allie, and I don't know if you are too, about where Asia starts and stops. I think, I mean, it has like 50 countries in it, including obviously the big ones like Russia and China. But like Iran and Iraq are in Asia. Does that make sense to you? No, that should be Middle East. Israel is in Asia. No. I agree. When I look no. at when I look at I feel like when we were kids, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Didn't they change the maps? Is that the dumbest question to ask? But <laughs> Well, no, they might have changed the classification, I suppose. And I know that there right. is such thing as European yeah, Russia. The maps. Right. There is such thing as, as European Russia and Asian Russia. But if you look at a map, I see that India is just below China. So I guess okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But how- yeah, South Asian, absolutely So yeah. We could have a bonus episode of Continent Talk of us explaining continents so that Bean can refer. All right. I, I, I just am surprised that Ali didn't respond like this. I mean, we get it, Ed. When you want her to promote your podcast, we got it. <laughs> that is pretty cool, though. We got name checked on a yeah, cup of tea. That's very cool. Definitely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Press the button. That wins. Send me back into time. One, two, three. It's a new day. Oh, you can have the power feature presentation. Week the balls. Okay, let's start. We got the flashback week. It's 816 to 820 in 2010. Let's start with a celebrity birthday. James Cameron. One of the most successful directors in the world. He, of course, has the biggest smash hit movie of all time with Avatar. Also gave us Titanic. And I think he directed The Abyss. I can't remember. <laughs> I, know. I remember Kevin Stop asked it. him once if he directed Stop The that. Abyss. I don't remember what his answer was. Could it, Are could you it? the guy that directed The Abyss? Yes. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Oh, aren't you somebody? Oh, poor Kevin. Once a year, he had to hear that. But I always liked it. Uh, another celebrity birthday, Monique Powell. I'm sure you guys know that name, right? No. Oh, I bet Lindsay Monique does. Powell. Monique Powell. Who? Monique Powell. What? Sorry. Nobody knows it? I'm stunned. Monique Powell? No. Lady I Gaga? Not. <laughs> not quite that good. Well, let's see if you remember after this. Monique Powell from Safe Ferris. Oh, Great old timey K Rock band. I don't you know. know that? Oh, old timey! That is not an old. Oh, old old to me, that was in the 90s, wasn't it? Uh, probably. Oh, yeah. Gosh. With the real big fish and uh, the other kind of ska bands that came out at that time. Who oh, was I, that? I was just what? thinking of the old timey days when they played ska. They had a phase where they played ska. They had weird phases and big bands and then they had the cigarette smoking coffee house girls like Jewel and stuff. But anyway, Monique Powell from Safe Ferris, great guest, great voice. Uh, kids out there, look them up. Safe Ferris, good stuff. There was a revival of a ska band that had a one hit wonder. I want to say something around like 2000 and they 
they had they played the horns. This is gonna really bother me now. Google they played it. the horns. Boingo boingo. No, that's an actual old timey band. <clears throat> I'm I'm okay with referring to them as old timey. <laughs> Now, Bean had been a ghoul recently. He kept bringing in these terrible stories, and what I love is listening to the delight in his voice. So anyway, he had another story that he brought in about death. The only person that died, by the way, is a guy who had a heart attack after he got off the plane. No kidding. So he lived, perhaps, lived perhaps from the stress, yeah. Lived through the actual plane accident and then had a heart attack. Yeah. Plane was arriving in uh, Bogota, landed in the middle of an intense lightning storm. Uh, it's just unbelievable. You have to see. You have to see this picture, though. 125 passengers on board and six crew members, I guess. And I thought it was really interesting that to have seen that because I just read last week, and this was this blew me away. I just saw last week that if, of U.S. plane crashes between 1980 and 2000, more than 90 percent of the crash victims survived. So Bean's talking about people surviving a plane crash. Where, where is our death-loving Bean? So this kind of caught the attention of Kevin. I have a question. Is, this, is it possible that this is Bean's life corner? <laughs> I don't Do we know. have a new feature where Bean talks about how people live? No. Oh. This is a one-off, right? Okay. I'm just checking because it seems like, you know, 100 and, what'd you say, 150, 125? Yeah, 125. Lived, one died, and, one, one and died, he's and focusing on the living. <laughs> and one died just from the heart attack afterwards, too. So Kevin was right. It was a one-off. Bean was happy about life just for one day. Now, in this week in 2010, Brandon Flowers came into the studio. He's the lead singer of The Killers because he had a solo album coming out. The album was called Flamingo. And um, you are going to be playing tonight at the Troubadour. We actually have 10 pair of tickets. No way. We could give out right now. It's sold out. So Brandon Flowers was playing at the Troub. For reals. It wasn't a joke this time. <laughs> that was worthy of mention, I thought. Definitely. And then, of course, we know now we know that our very own Christopher played at the Troub. So. Mm -hmm. Once, like in the 90s somewhere. That counts if you ask me. Technically, yeah. Now, last week we mentioned that they were just starting up the Smodcastle. That was Kevin Smith's podcasting network. And so they were pronouncing the first ever... Hollywood Babylon at the Smodcastle. Uh, I want to really quick say thank you to everyone who helped um, helped us sell out Hollywood Babylon, which, of course, is the podcast that <laughs> Kevin Smith and I are doing uh, this Friday, Hollywood Babylon at the Smodcast. Uh, Smith tells me it was the fastest sellout in the history of the Smodcastle. It just opened Woo! like two days ago. <laughs> it's only been open a week. But still, <laughs> the fastest sellout in the history of the Smodcastle. So fastest sellout ever, but like they pointed out, the Smodcalo Castle opened two days ago. Still, I'll take it. I would count that if I was Ralph. Back in 2010, the big show on TV was Glee. Did any of you guys watch Glee? Yes, yes. Okay. No. no Does not no. translate well. Not at in all. my wheelhouse. So when they <laughs> talked about it, I still found it funny, like when Omar hated it. Anyway, it I was turns with out, Omar. Yeah. Cartoon hate from Omar. It turns out that a radio station decided, well, we're going to jump on the bandwagon and play just Glee songs. Apparently, it's just been announced in England. A radio station has announced they are uh, changing their format to become what they're calling Glee FM. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're kidding. The station's entire playlist will consist solely of the 80 songs all sung by the cast of the hugely successful TV series Glee. That's all they're going to play on Glee FM. Where's this in England? In England, Oxford. Not Oxford last is long. the last city, yes. That's a terrible how idea. How could you possibly just play 80 songs over and over again? So Ralph asked the question, how can you play 80 songs over and over? 
Can you guys guess the next next joke that's coming up after that? Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> that's what I thought. Close. Oh, wait a oh, minute. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good point. I wish we had 80 songs we played over and over again. <laughs> if we could just expand it from 12, we'd be happy. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Kevin, right. Kevin was really on fire that week. Yeah, 80 songs, it doesn't sound like that many. But then when you consider K-Rock plays about 12 songs, it, it sounds like a lot. Okay, this is just a real quick one-off. Uh, Ed Wynn has been on our minds recently. He seems to pop up on all the podcasts. We have many questions for this uh, scientist, Nicholas Geguhim, <laughs> who joins us on the phone on the Kevin and Bean Show right now. Hi, doctor. How are you? Good morning, Kevin and Bean. How are you? <laughs> we're, we're, good, doing, we're doing great. How do we say I'm your last name? I'm so glad to hear it. How do we say your last name? We're a little confused. It's Gagan. Gagan. Oh, Gagan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dr. Nicholas Gagan. 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 Okay. All right, fine. I'm sorry. It's we such don't a pleasure to be on your show, don't well, you know? <laughs> It's great to be with you as well. So, I don't take any excuse to play an Edwin imitation. I always wondered what the younger people thought when they heard that. They probably had no idea who he was. Like Lindsay, you didn't know who he was, did you? No, and I'm uh, I'm thinking we're going to need a swear jar for Edwin references coming <laughs> up soon. Uh, in 2010, there was a guy he kept calling in the Afro line, and his joke was whatever he mentioned, the end, the tag would be with doo-doo on it. <laughs> um, so no Edwin, but doo-doo for Lindsay. Okay. It's anyway. less about the subject of it and more about the, the joke than the recurring joke. I, I, it could have been anything. It could have not been. Oh, okay. Doo, Just as long I as we got that. off Edwin. Now, the funny thing was this guy had called for the longest time, never got on, but eventually Omar brought it in. He said, this guy will not give up. And he started playing it and became a thing. So this is the week after Omar finally broke down and started playing his stuff. Remember when, uh, when Bina slash Philip said, What's up, Holmes? Remember that? Yeah. That's what this call's about. What's up, Holmes? With doo-doo on it. Oh, come on. Man, I think you may have missed the Stop point it. there. What is your doo-doo on it? Okay, that's... <laughs> now we're just... We're limited to some sort of alternate universe. I'm confused. Oh, oh my God. I saw the human centipede last night. Yeah. My favorite part. When the cop comes to get the doctor's house, he looks at the, he opens the door, and he sees the human centipede. He looks at the doctor. He says, "What did you do?" Okay, so let's do the last one. Last showbiz beat of the week is always funny when it goes off the rails. Joan Allen, very talented, Oscar-nominated actress. She may have even won. I can't remember. I know she was nominated for The Contender. I think she was nominated for Tucker. She's been nominated a couple times. Real good actress. She was one in the uh, Born. Yes. Yeah, Born. Yeah, the yep. Born series. Yeah. yeah. She's 54 years old. Robert Plant. By the way, Kevin just pulled out Come an on, actor and a project that. that she was in. Because yeah. I love those movies. By name. I love them. But usually, it. Kevin is, I would recognize movies. that person if right. I saw them. But he certainly wouldn't be able to connect a name Usually, the we'd burn three minutes by me saying, you love the Bourne films. Joan <laughs> Allen is in them. She's the one that plays the head. How dare you? And you'd be like, nope. No, it's not Dragon <laughs> Balls. I said, you know the woman who plays the head of the organization, the Bourne films? You go, yeah. Her, that's Joan Allen. No, I'm not. I'm not getting anything. I'm not, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. That's usually what I we watch those through. movies a lot. Those are good movies. I'm just saying. What did you do? <laughs> good question. So Kevin crosses everybody up by knowing something. Anyway, last showbiz beat of the week is always good to me, and that was very funny. Ralph was cracking up about Kevin. Anyway, that's the week that was 2010. Back to you, Steve. So this is a flashback clip from November 3rd, 2009.
Hang on a second. I'm on uh, hot chicks with fists in their mouth dot com right now. Oh. It's an unbelievable. Oh, dear God. No, that's Listen, Speaking of putting things in their mouth, <laughs> yeah. don't belong there. Wow. How about uh, how about some tickets to go see you two? We've got those for you next hour coming up here on the uh, the Kevin and Bean Show. Also, the Weak Sauce Spank Bank, a story about a man who was stealing X-rays from a hospital and using those to get creative with in his mind later on at home if you get to my yeah. meeting, and I think you do. Oh, I love bones. <laughs> <laughs> so we were told uh, Sean has to do some interviews. He has to leave. He's got to get, catch a plane. Yeah, he's right? in a hurry. No, he's not in a hurry. He's in the no, next room. He's in a rush. He's in the next room playing Mike's guitar. <laughs> He's just jamming on Mike's I guitar. I thought Sean's in a rush was the name of our new uh, our new segment. No, no, it's Beans in a Rush. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is our new feature called Beans in a Rush. Okay. <laughs> why am I in a rush? Where am I going? What are you guys us. talking about? You tell us why. That's what we'd like to know. We've been uh, we start some files, you know, as we do for Would You Like to Take That Back and whatnot. And Bean tends to shorten things, and we can't figure out why sometimes. Because he doesn't have the time. That's why. You know why? <laughs> That's He's why. He's in a rush. Uh, we were talking about America's Got Talent. Yes. Yeah. Bean, Very popular show over the summer. Bean is in way too much a rush to say that. That's three full long America's words. Got Talent. What's hard about that? Yeah. America. How uh, I don't uh, watch the uh, the AGT, but who who decides? Is it a, a, a phone vote <laughs> yeah. or is it the yeah. judges? It's oh, America. phone vote. Okay. AGT. AGT. Here's really? what I like about it, though. It's not like it's not like uh, shortenings that everyone does. Uh, some people take, you know, Michael, and they say Mike or whatever. Bean will shorten things that no one else is shortening. That's true. No one it calls would take it me longer to think right. what are the first three letters of America's Got Talent to put that in an acronym than it would to say the whole title. Too uh, too many syllables, you guys, or or TMS as uh, as I like to call it. <laughs> Another one, which is very respectable in the face of America's Got Talent. Which they were up against, which pulled in about fifteen and a half million viewers, but that's all AGT? over. AGT, yeah. <laughs> Be sure it's a rush. That guy rushes <laughs> for some reason. I don't no know. No time. We were doing a Halloween bit. We were, we were talking to. Count He's got Dracula. plenty of time for Halloween spooks. He by does. the way, it's always time for that. <laughs> Endless. We were talking to Dracula, but sure. Dracula is also way too many syllables. Oh, yeah. oh really? No, Bean can't be can't be t- bogged down with the whole word. The real Transylvania Dracula joining us now. Hey, Drac. <laughs> Drac. Hey, Drac. Nobody calls Dracula Drac. No one. Yes. That's the point. Everybody shortens certain things, but nobody shortens Drac? the thing Bean does. Hey, Drac. <laughs> Kev, why do you hate? So then um, I was doing my patented jigsaw voice. Yes. Well, jigsaw again. Too much? No Jigsaw's possible way. Time long. for Jigsaw? Time for that. Oh, hold on a sec. Jigsaw, Whoa. wait a minute. You can't, you, you can't use that kind of language, Jig. 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 Really, Jig. Who calls him Jig? No one says Jig. I think we were all having a good time, laughing, joking around. There's a certain level of, uh, of uh, being comfortable, being familiar with each other. I think that that's acceptable. But there's such a difference between what a jigsaw is and what <laughs> a, a jig, jig is. Yeah. Actually, that jigsaw, by the way, not a lot of happy dancing going on with that guy. <laughs> no. no. All right. So then uh, I think we all stole this from Bean uh, a long time ago when we were talking about some of the venues that uh, that are played here in, in uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. One of them called the Troubadour. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. K-Rock is going to be live in Hollywood with Paramore at the Troub. 
Yeah, I hate that. True. I hate the true. That's just trying to be cool. Yeah, in, in my in my defense, though, I think I was saying it because Ralph has so often lately said how much he he hates it. I mm-hmm. I, I don't really call it the truth. But I think you I did think originally you started it. I think you started it, and yep. then we said, "Wait, that's what, what you... caused me to comment on yeah. it." Yeah, I hate the, mm. the the faux hipness of calling it the troube. It's not hip. It's he's 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 in a rush. I didn't know he was in a hurry. I thought he was trying to be hip. My he's bad. got things to do. And then uh, and then finally, um, <laughs> this gets the award for the. For the word that that couldn't be shortened, but being figured out a way to do it, it's somebody's name. The name is Desi. 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 Yes. So sorry about that, dude. Thank you. For Thanks the call. for playing, Desi. Can't. No time, no time for the e. Really? Nope. Come on. E. That e. That's no it. time for the e. No time, Des. You know why? It sure is. I'm extremely busy, you guys. Exactly. I gotta go right now. A couple of things about that, including the troop, but we forgot that. Uh, to add that voice to Kevin's arsenal. So there's three voices now, Jigsaw, Alf, and the Queen. You're right. That's we right. We talked about that I, last uh, week. Yeah. Okay. That was Quitters Never Give Up. We had a good time today. Remember, you can email us at quittersnevergiveup at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at quittersnever. And on Instagram, we're quittersnevergiveup. So join us next time as we look back and look forward and cover everything in the KBCU. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Popo's out. Popo's out indeed.